Welcome, everyone. This is your Burgess Power Hour. And tonight, today, this evening, all around the world, whatever time of day it is, we're going to be talking about and experiencing and allowing some appreciation to come through. I'm going to talk about the law of appreciation and how that helps us to manifest what we want in our lives. And as you know, or maybe you don't know, this is an interactive call. Uh, It's not going to be just me just blabbing on for an hour. I want to hear from you. I want to listen to what's going on for you right now and also to perhaps help us um, work through anything that's coming up for people. If you want to talk about um, certain aspects of what we're talking about, Uh, And if you just need some um, encouraging words uh, to get you through the next day, sometimes it's really helpful just to connect. And the fact that you showed up on this call shows that you have a willingness to be able to want something more in your life. You want something more. You want to maintain a connection of some somehow to allow yourself to just bring in all good gifts that you deserve. So without further ado, I uh, just want to just give you a little bit of a background that you will know that if you want to talk, remember hit star six. And uh, if you have background noise, just keep it star six and that will mute you. But I do want to hear from you. So we have people uh, on this call tonight from all around the country. And I welcome all of you. And Let's just get right into it about what is appreciation and why would we even talk about that. So, again, if you have questions, if you want to jump in and talk about it, that's, that's what I'm all about. We're, we're gonna, that's how I roll. We're going to just let it fly. And I'm going to have some announcements at the very end of the call. Uh, I'll take us off of the conference call uh, as far as the recording, and then we'll talk, uh, give you some announcements. Okay. So... What is appreciation? You might want to ask yourself, you know, what does that mean? And why do I call it a law? Well, it's one of the universal principles, one of the universal laws. I think many people have heard of the law of attraction, which is awesome, and certainly has become more prevalent in modern-day nomenclature. At least it's hovering around in our consciousness a little more mainstream than it used to be. Uh, I've been teaching that for 100 years. I'm kind of old. But the law of appreciation is another universal law. There there's several of these laws. And basically what I call the universal law of appreciation is, I call it your vibrational tuning fork. I just came up with that today. It's your vibrational tuning fork. It basically you're tuning in. You're tuning in to what it is that you want to have more of. And and my belief is that appreciation is never wasted. So let's talk about this. Let's let let me explain and give you some examples of how this might show up in your life. Uh, if you've done any of the essence of being workshops or any of the graduate levels, you understand about somehow about how energy works and how appreciation can shift things for you. It can shift your consciousness. It can shift how you feel. And let's look at it in the course of a relationship. Let's say, as an example, that you're in a relationship. 
that you don't necessarily have a good time in or you wish it was different or you wish you had more or you wish it wasn't like it was uh, because it just some things aren't working or there's certain aspects of it that don't work well what do you do do you throw the relationship out you know many people do they say well this one isn't working so let me just kick this and this one out and I'll replace it with something else but inevitably because of our own belief systems that we have about ourselves, we become the common denominator, and the same things start happening over and over again. You may have experienced this before. It's the same person but a different face because the same thing is happening over and over because you haven't shifted something inside of you because you're that powerful. You are powerful beyond measure. So let's say that you're in a relationship and you're sending signals out um, all the time that this isn't working or I don't like this about you or this isn't what I wanted. And, of course, what's going to happen on the other end, if you're using that as a tuning fork, if those are your thoughts and you're tuning into, wow, this, this really is not working, then that's exactly what, what you're going to get more of. So what I suggest you do is you focus on just one thing. Just focus on one thing that you appreciate about that person. Now, you can use this in a relationship. You can use this for your job. You can use it for your business. You can use this for your body. You can say, you know what? I might not like this person that much, or I am just um, don't like them being in my job or my business, or I don't like this about my body. But pick one thing. Pick one thing that you can appreciate about that person or about yourself or about the situation. And just for two minutes, just for two minutes, think about that. Appreciate that. As my friend Esther Hicks calls it, go on a rampage of appreciation where you're just appreciating everything that you see and everywhere you turn. But if you pick just one thing, for instance, let's say my husband, I say, wow, he brings me coffee in the morning. I really appreciate that. You know, it doesn't have to be anything really super, super big. Just start with something small if you want. And what will happen is that that feeling, that a feeling of appreciation of, wow, he brings me coffee in the morning. That will shift how you feel for that moment. But even more important is the signal, the tuning fork that you're sending out, those thought waves that are going out, the vibration, the energy that you're sending out, that will send out to him, I appreciate you. So in this instance, for instance, you have two things that will happen. One of two things will happen when you do that. Either that person that you're appreciating will rise to that vibration, they'll rise to that level of appreciation because they receive it. Remember, it's a tuning fork. So they're going to receive it on the other end. And just think about yourself. When people appreciate you and they tell you that or they think about you and you can feel that they really appreciate you, how does that make you feel? You want to match that. You, it makes you feel good. So that person will either 
match that vibration of where you're vibrating and what you're sending out as a signal, your tuning fork, or that that appreciation, that feeling of appreciation and energy of appreciation will move right through that person. And it will hit another person or something else in your life that is vibrating there. So, in other words, it may bypass the person, but at least it's hitting somewhere, somehow. That tuning fork has to go somewhere. And you get to pick, it's going to be received somewhere somehow so what will happen is it's never wasted in other words your appreciation is never never wasted appreciation is eternal it's eternal and either it lands on the job or the business or the body part or the uh, person that you're appreciating or it'll go right through that and go to something else that is vibrating there as well. See, our, our mind, our mind doesn't know the difference between the actual experience and the one that's imagined. So, if you are imagining things that you appreciate, just of like, like, if you think of creating what you want in the world, it's sending out that signal or that energy vibration from your brain to the universe to create it for you. But what happens is, we, you know, we've accumulated a ton of evidence from our past and our present that we cannot have certain things in our life or maybe it's just too hard or it's not going to work. So our belief system is formed. So then you believe they're real. So you believe it's real and that that's the truth about you and that's just your fate, if you will, until you receive new evidence. So what I'm offering you is another way of gathering new evidence that you know what I am in gratitude and I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a little um, exercise to do it'll be fun. Um, so what I want you can either do it now if you have something to write with that'd be cool to write it down. Um, if not, you can do this at another time. But make a I want you to write down what you're grateful for. Because, see, gratitude and appreciation to me is the same thing. It's the same energy. I feel, I feel really grateful for my husband who brings me coffee in the morning. I really appreciate that he brings me coffee in the morning. And so when I think about that, that softens my energy. Or you can say, I really am grateful for the job that I have. Even though it's not what I want right now, I'm really grateful that I have a job. I'm really grateful that I have two legs to walk on. I'm really grateful that my heart pumps. I'm grateful for this business that I have that I've been able to continue. I'm grateful to add value in the world. I'm grateful that I have all these friends that support me and love me and that I can be there for them as well. So I want you to create a a list, a gratitude list, appreciation list. And I would like for you to start with you. What do you appreciate about you? I appreciate about me. What I appreciate about me is 
and just write it down. And the more you do this, the easier it becomes because you can start you start writing. What I appreciate about me is, wow, I, I have five fingers and five toes on each. Or I have ten fingers and ten toes. I appreciate that I have air to breathe. I mean, it can be that simple. But a lot of times if we have things going on in our life that feels kind of yucky and makes us feel kind of low or bleak or despair or just frustrated, if you just take 17 seconds, I know that we talk about two minutes. If you can write down and appreciate things for two minutes, it's great. But even if it's just 17 seconds and you take a breath, when you do it, it shifts your thoughts. It shifts your attitudes. It shifts your beliefs. It shifts your now. And it's never wasted. Because as if you look at appreciation as a tuning fork, it's never wasted. It's always going to land on something. And because it lands on something, then you're going to attract more of that. That's why law of appreciation and law of attraction go hand in hand. So I encourage you to write down things that you love about yourself, that you appreciate about yourself, that you're grateful for. And as you write these things down, tear them up in little pieces of paper, put them by your bed, or you can write them in your phone if you want and just pick one each morning. What I like to do, I'm a real or I'm a real uh, kinesthetic person, so I like to touch things. Gets me in trouble sometimes, but no, I'm kidding. But I like to touch things. So when I reach into my little gratitude bowl, I can pull out something for me to really focus on for two minutes about myself because I feel like the, mo it, the more we appreciate things about ourselves the more we start radiating that outwardly and the more we start appreciating about ourselves the more we attract to us more of that so just so you know, throughout the spiritual tra traditions, human beings are depicted uh, as children of a loving creator, universe, God, whatever you want to call it. And repeatedly we hear that there is abundance and joy and prosperity are at hand right now. Yet though the harvest is here, a lot of times the, the people who reap the benefits are, are few. So what I'm talking about is shifting from relationships now to money or to abundance or business or your job. So in the spiritual life, there exists a law called the law of demand and supply. So before substance can manifest itself, before the stuff can come, a need must be expressed or something that you desire. 
for example, if you say, hey, I desire to buy a home, this demand creates a force of attraction that will draw my home to me. The request comes first and the demonstration comes second. So if you do not ask, it's very difficult to receive exactly what you want. That's how you manifest. You first of all have to identify what is it that I want and then be open to receiving it. And if you don't ask for it, it's very difficult to receive it. And many people have a block to receiving. They are taught that it's better to give than receive. They're taught that people who um, give things are better than somehow sometimes than people who receive. And then oftentimes people say, well, if I'm going to receive this, what do you want in return? Like there's strings attached. And so we shut down our receiving. So many factors limit what we're willing to ask for. We can tell ourselves, I don't deserve it. I'm not good enough. How can I succeed when others have failed before me? Why should I have stuff when others do not? So in order to harvest the fields of plenty, if you will, we must plow up and discard those weeds of unworthiness and doubt and guilt. So such self-imposed beliefs block the good that is our rightful birthright, our rightful gift. So truly, truly, if you appreciate all the things that you are and do and be and have in your life, it helps you affirm your own worthiness so that you can really, really partake in life's bountiful harvest. You go forth and you claim it. It's my birthright. I deserve to have health, great health. I deserve to have a fabulous job and a fabulous business. I deserve to have a conscious, loving relationship. I deserve it. So when you start appreciating more and more things about yourself, and if you do that gratitude bowl every morning, it really makes a difference when you just take a minute, look at whatever you pull out of your gratitude bowl, and focus on that for even if it's just 17 seconds. And it will manifest but the trick is you can't keep looking for it and saying it's not here yet because that brings you back to the beginning again it's not here yet it's not here yet so you ha it's a big trust fall I mean in the workshops you know we do trust falls so I mean this is a big trust fall to know what you want Claim it, be willing to receive it, appreciate your way through manifesting, to manifesting. And this, this really works. And as you may know, you may or may not know my, know my story about uh, how I got myself from where I was to where I am now, part of that was really appreciating. It was really, really giving 
somebody something that I had that they didn't and be willing to receive support and help and love and connection. And that's how I really started manifesting. The more I appreciated, the more I manifested. I mean, just think about it. What would you rather be thinking about? Things you love, things that are, you appreciate about yourself, or things that you don't like about yourself. It changes your whole attitude. Now, let me go back to the relationship for a minute because I think that is a really clear example of how it works. I mean, there are things in every relationship, if you have one, that work and some don't. And those of you who aren't in a an ongoing relationship on a loving, you know, a, a, a sexual or um, partner, you don't have an actual partner, you need to become the partner you want. Start appreciating what you love about yourself. And people just kind of drop in. They drop in. You're, you're basically a beacon saying, I'm here. Connect with me. And the more that you appreciate about you, your light with inside of you, the light inside of you actually starts glowing. And it becomes brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. It's that 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 chi energy, that aliveness, that that fire that burns in your belly that some of you may lose from time to time. The passion of saying, Yes, I am. I am worthy. I am worthy of having what I want. And I can do this and I I am allowing this in my life because it's time see every minute that you don't allow what's really there for you when you don't allow yourself to receive and manifest things every minute you do that it really um, is a doing you're doing the world a disservice by not allowing yourself to receive I hope this is making sense because what happens is it's spiritually inappropriate for you to not receive and to not appreciate yourself. However, it's culturally and socially acceptable to be humble, to not talk about yourself. So remember all of those lessons about water where Dr. Yamoto does all of the water. Um, he has all these water books and did all these experiments about water and crystallized water. And he took a microscope to, he froze water crystals and he took a microscope to them and looked at them through the microscope and the water crystals that he would talk to and say, yes, you're beautiful, I love you, you're so awesome, I appreciate so much about you, you are magnificent, I love being with you. Those crystals, those water crystals looked beautiful. 
and they were absolutely perfectly formed. And then he did the same thing and talked to the water in another study, and he said, you know, I hate you, you're ugly, I don't like you, um, you don't deserve to be here, you're gross. Just really a lot of negative stuff, just yelled at it. Just a drop of water. And then what formed from the crystals, the crystal formed was ugly, kind of gross, different uh, deformed-looking shapes, different uh, yucky colors and looked dirty. And all he did was vibrate. All he did was say things to the water. So if you think about that, how what an impact that is, and you can look that up. I mean, it really does. He really, it was a, it's a, a fascinating study. But but if you think about it, you go to the um, mirror and you look at yourself. What are you made of? Mostly water. So if if that can happen with just a little drop of water, just think of all the things you've said to yourself when you look in the mirror. Some of you may not even want to look in the mirror. So looking in the mirror and saying to yourself, I appreciate you, just stop for a minute and just say, I really appreciate you, skin. I appreciate you, hair. I appreciate you, liver. You take such good care of me. I appreciate my my age spots. That means that I've I'm I've had a lot of experience and I'm wise. I appreciate the, my little belly because my child came out of my little belly. You know, those kind of things where you're looking at yourself and you can physically say I appreciate you. Then go to the mental appreciation. I really appreciate you for being, for taking classes, for showing up and being there for me, to learning, to having, to reading, to being alert. I really appreciate you, mind. My mind is a, is powerful. I appreciate my thoughts. So you go from your physical body to your mental body and start appreciating that. Then you can go to your emotional body. And your emotional body is, wow, I really appreciate all of the guidelines you give me. My emotions, that's my rudder. That's my guide. My emotions guide me as to where to go, what to do, how to feel, what to think how to live, they, they guide me. And the deeper I feel, the more powerful of appreciation I can feel. See, the things about emotions, I'll just say, a lot of us like to live, you know, in the middle. We're too afraid of those yucky emotions sadness or anger, depression, despair. 
fear. We're afraid of those. We don't want to go there. It doesn't feel good. But what happens is if you cut that bottom part off, if you want to look at it as a bottom, you can also be cutting off the top part of passion and joy and happiness because you kind of live in the middle. So I've heard this from somewhere that the depths of your sorrows is the is the height of your joy. To really allow yourself to feel because that's what we are. We're human beings. We're human feelings. We feel. So appreciate your feelings. Appreciate when you laugh, when you cry, when you feel not so good, when you feel good. At least you're feeling. And then go to the spirit side, the spiritual. What do you appreciate about your spirit? Whatever your belief system is about that. What do you appreciate about the divine, all the blessings you have? What do you appreciate about the universe? And if you don't believe in, you know, God or creator or whatever you want to call it, maybe you believe in your higher self. Maybe you believe in energy. But appreciate whatever that spiritual realm is for you. Appreciate it. Because you're getting information all the time. You're getting guidance all the time. But you have to stop and receive it and expect it and receive it. So all aspects of yourself, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, all those aspects of yourself, appreciate all those things. And I start with yourself because really that's the most important part. I mean, if you become such a uh, an ambassador for yourself, then, you know, people are going to be batting the doors down to get to you, to work with you, to play with you, to uh, have fun with you, to to be with you. I hope this is making sense for all of you. Do you may want to say anything about it or want to share their experience or have questions? I hear people unmuting themselves, so go for it. Like what's coming up for you about appreciating and manifesting? Birch, this is Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi, got on a little bit late. That's okay. But, you know, uh, I wanted to set an, uh, say an example because I went to a networking event uh, the day before yesterday, and I was talking to a healer, and she had said that, you know your skills, you're very much of a knowledge person regarding food and nutrition, but I feel you're so tense. And I said, yes, I have a lot of things on my mind, and 
I'm very time-oriented, and I'm constantly looking at my watch. And everything around me is time-oriented. And she said, well, when you're time-oriented and your body is very tense, people are going to feel you. And when they feel that, they may, you may not be presenting the right amount of energy for people to approach you. And so she wanted me to learn to relax more and be, like you said, a more ambassador of myself because I'm giving a lot but yet I'm not taking care of myself, and so that's boomeranging out into the universe. Well, that's perfect. Perfect example, honey. So what are you going to do about it? So uh, I have started doing a little bit more relaxing and appreciating my home as a sanction versus, oh, I got to go to the laundry room and do my laundry. I got to go to the kitchen and cook the meals. I've got to go to the bedroom and make my bed. And she said that I have to look at my home first to know that it is a place of relaxation and love and energy and not duties. So that's what I've been going through and appreciating walking around and appreciating every room in the house. Um, and that has helped me. I was going to say, how did that affect you? Um, it, um, you mean going around to... Uh-huh. Appreciating each, having, yeah. Um, there's more relaxation, and I can tell my heart is not racing as much, and there's more... There's more relaxation. I, it is definitely a journey um, for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Indeed a journey, my dear. So, uh, yeah, breathing is critical. Breathing and relaxing is critical, and I, I say that with all earnest, that um, when you are doing this two-minute process where you're just writing down all the things you appreciate about yourself and you put mm-hmm. it in a bowl, your gratitude, I would breathe that in. Every time you write something, I appreciate the way I um, am so knowledgeable. I appreciate my mind. It's so full of content and knowledge. And just breathe it in. Just take a breath. And you just breathe it in because it locks that into your consciousness and it gives you just a moment, a pause for you to stop because I know that when you're running around crazy, sometimes it really, we forget. We have to breathe just, and that helps you relax, by the way, when you take deep breaths mm-hmm. in and out through your mouth or in and out through your nose and you just take 10 deep breaths as you're appreciating things, it calms everything down around you so that you can become more present and not be racing around. Okay. I will do that. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, so she said it's not always knowledge that people are attracted to. No, absolutely. It's it's your essence, hon. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) For sure. Why do you think I call it essence of being? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm beginning to realize what that word does mean. Right. You know, 
So thank you, Diane. Does anybody else want to share anything? This is that experiential part where you, you know, if you're having trouble maybe with something or not sure about how to manifest or appreciate your way through it or maybe examples of times you did or didn't. I hear somebody unmuting. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'll talk because I have no trouble talking. That's all. Oh, somebody's going to say something. All meaningful and lasting change starts first on the inside. It's our imagination, and it works its way out into reality. So all reality that we have first starts with a thought. So if there's a building that's been built that you see that you're driving along the highway and you see a building, that was first started as a thought from an architecture person, somebody who does an architect. When you go to a play, that was a thought a playwright came up with. A symphony was a thought a composer came up with. You're looking at a computer. It's an engineer came up with this. So these are all thoughts. So it all comes from the inside. So the person who has background noise, did you want to say something? I don't know. I'm having a problem with it. What? Yeah, I'm here. Hi. Hi. Um, I've been going through a spell of uh, change. Um, I was involved with someone, and uh, uh, they required uh, or wanted me in their life in the universe, and then uh, it became too much. I was resonating what I thought was going to manifest me the person that that person I thought wanted to be, but it just didn't turn out. So did this just happen just recently? Yeah, much to my surprise. So you thought this person was the one, or this person thought you were the one? I thought this person was the one, and uh, I was working towards that end, but then I was told that uh, basically they went in love with me which was contrary to statements that were made previous. So I don't understand it. Uh, I thought I was manifesting the right things, um, but maybe I, wasn't, maybe I wasn't being as appreciative as I should have been. Well, first of all, don't beat yourself up, okay? It sounds like you're, you're, very, you're reflecting and you're trying to figure it out and you're trying to learn from the experience, which is great. Um, but try not to, I would suggest, not going into the guilt place about maybe I did something wrong or maybe no, I didn't do No, I don't do think so. Right. I really don't think I did anything wrong. I just uh, I just don't think the person grew when I was with them. Okay. 
I mean, that's what they wanted, and they said that's what they wanted, but every time that there was an issue to work on it, or a, a time to work on it, and, you know, delve deeper and figure out what the real cause of the problems were, um, there was always fight or flight on their behalf. And I, every time I seemed like I got forward, they took two steps back. So it was, uh, it was a, no, a no-win game when the other person wasn't committed to it, I guess. I see. I see. And so do you feel tricked? Do I feel tricked? Uh-huh. Uh, no. Um, I feel the person is so so confused, so very confused, that it left me confused. Because one day it was, I love you, and the next day, you know, I don't want to touch you. I don't know why. That kind of thing. Okay. Okay. So have you called it off? Is it all broken up for now? For the moment, but it's like when somebody, when you're walking away from somebody and they tell you that you're their soulmate, you just kind of wonder what, what the hell are they breaking up with you for then? Okay. I'm your soulmate. Why are you breaking up with me? Why are we, why are we apart if we could work on this and that's that. My that's the part confusing because okay. all through, all through the relationship it's been, uh, you know, it's been uh, mixed signals. Like, sometimes it's wonderful, and the next minute it's, wow, what happened? What, what, what went on? So. Okay. Would you like my advice on what to do? Yeah. So this fits perfectly with what we're talking about tonight, about appreciation. Okay, this fits perfectly. So if, you're, if you find yourself in that kind of a situation, the best thing, in my opinion, for you to do is to not try to figure it out, which is difficult, I know, but to really just focus on one or two things that you love and appreciate about that person, okay? Oh, but I now, do that. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's a secret. I'm going to give you a secret. I want you to, I want you to focus on in your mind, not, not to the person, okay? And I want you to talk to the person about it. I want you to focus what you really appreciate and love about that person and just really bask in that appreciation on your own and then get really clear about what it is that you really appreciate about that person, okay? Then, once you are clear about what it is and all the things that you love and appreciate about the person, I want you to erase that person's face. So what you'll do, all the things that you write down or all the things you put in your gratitude bowl about that person, I want you to erase the face so that it's a generalization. Don't put a face to that person. Don't put a face. Just say, I really appreciated this about someone in my relationship. In other words, I want to have a relationship and this is what I want out of it, and this is what I want to give, and this is what I appreciate about this person, and that's what I'm creating is more of that. And and as I said, one of two things is going to happen. Either that other person rises to that vibration and is vibrating at your tuning fork. They, they either vibrate to you that way because you're appreciating them and they're rising up to connect with you on that level or 
it will go through that person and it will vibrate somewhere else and that tuning fork will absolutely be received somewhere, somehow. And so it's never wasted. Either way, you get what you want. Either way. I get it. Yeah. So, you know, it's not about trying to appreciate somebody enough to where they're going to love you. It's more about, first of all, you've got to appreciate and love yourself, as you know. That's yeah. The, that's the first part. I do a lot of that. Oh, oh my good. God, this last month. Oh, yeah. That's new great. car, new apartment, everything. Awesome. Awesome. So just bask in that. That's awesome. But what I want you to do is to, when you think about that person, think about what what it is that you really appreciate about the person. And then when you pull it out of the gratitude bowl or when you think about it, when you pull it out, each thing, just no face. Because either way, they're going to come to you, one way or another. Whatever it is that you say that you like about a person or what you appreciate about that person, either way it's going to come to you. It's a universal law. It doesn't get wasted. So you don't waste, you you know, a lot of people in the middle of a breakup, they'll say, Burge, you know, when do I cut it off? Well, I mean, how much do you wait? Do you wait? What do you do? And what I say is you appreciate. Oh, I do appreciate. I mean, I appreciate a lot. And I've been appreciating. And I thought about it. It's like there's no need to be angry. There's no need to be sad. If someone, you appreciate what what happened. You're confused as to why. But it's not my problem. It's the other person's issue. So it's, uh, it's just appreciate what you had. And, well, uh, it's, it's, well it's, I, w- I would say appreciate what you have. You know, don't look at it as a past tense. Look at it as what you're creating now and for the future. In other words, when you start looking at what I what I had, doesn't that kind of bring up a little bit of sadness or grief or um, less than? Hmm. So. I mean, it could. It could bring that up. I mean, definitely you can grieve a relationship, absolutely. But before you do that, I would suggest you appreciate, appreciate, appreciate. And that person will self-select. And you're right. It doesn't have to be um, you trying to figure out, you know, what you did or what they did or why isn't it working. You're going to be confused and you're going to stay that way. And and if it's a woman, good luck. Don't try to figure us out. No, there's no figuring out. So it's a chemical That'll imbalance. Don't crazy, so don't even try. <laughs> it's a chemical imbalance. Fourteen days out of the year, uh, out out of the month. So uh, yeah. <laughs> don't even try. Don't even try. Just appreciate what you really love about that person. And some of us. Pardon. Some of us are on our chemical imbalances right now, so be careful. <laughs> exactly. It's that that monthly thing, huh? That's what <laughs> I always kidding. said. I said I said females I said we should have more women uh political leaders because there'll be a lot of heavy negotiations once a month, but at least we're gonna <laughs> co- cooperate, you know. <laughs> 
Wow, that's great, honey. So I hope that helps helps you and I hope it helps the listeners about, you know, how do you what do you do with that, you know? And it's you don't have to wait around, but what you can do proactively is really just get present with what you appreciate. And the trick is don't put a face to it. Yeah. I have I have a lot to be um appreciative for and I do appreciate the things that I have. I have a lot more than most and uh I'm very rich in a lot of things, and I'm very, very thankful for that. So. Good, good, excellent. Well, this is great. I'm glad you were on the call tonight. Where are you calling from? Fort Lauderdale. Okay, awesome. Hey, I'll be in Fort Lauderdale. So, yeah? Uh, yeah, I'll be there February 8th. Uh, for those of you who uh, want to see me live and in person, um, I will be in Fort Lauderdale February 8th doing a free preview uh, of Essence of Being, uh, that will be at 7 o'clock on uh, February 8th at the Ramada Inn in Fort Lauderdale Airport. Um, the next Essence of Being that I am uh, teaching is in Atlanta next weekend. So this weekend I'm teaching teaching uh, our facilitator training for people who are wanting to facilitate Essence of Being. And then next weekend we're doing the Essence of Being in Atlanta. So... I will be um, available to contact Verge at essenceofbeing.com. You can contact me, and you can, if you want to, uh, make sure I get uh, get your email so I can record, give you the recording for tonight, so that you can have that, and also make sure you're on our mailing list. Um, the next Essence of Being that we'll be doing uh, in the um, United States will be in Fort Lauderdale in April, April 10th, 11th, and 12th, actually. Our Malay- I'll be in Malaysia in March and in Canada in March. So the month of March, I'll be out of the country. But uh, come see me uh, February 8th down in Fort Lauderdale. It's free preview, and you get to learn a lot more about what we do and who we are and get to experience a lot of cool things. And if you're in the Atlanta area or if you want to, uh, come to Atlanta. The next workshop is next weekend, and it's going to be in Atlanta. It's going to be in Alpharetta, Georgia. So I invite you to come experience that as well. And you can go to our site, essenceofbeing.com or eobinternational.com. And I hope that you will appreciate your way and manifest what you want. I hope this helped boost your spirits a little bit and and gave you some cool tools to use. And next month, in February, uh, we will be talking about, since it's February, I'll be just coming back from our Zen cruise I'll be speaking on. It will be February 18th. It's the third Wednesday of every month. So it'll be February 18th. And we'll be talking about, guess what? It's February. So... We'll be talking about orbiting in love and how do you do that. How do you orbit in love? How do you have a relationship that's a little different? I'm going to give you a lot of different ways of experiencing how to be in a relationship, whether you're already in one or whether you want to be in one. uh, Stay tuned. So that's going to be our love month, February 18th. Same time, same channel. And until then, I really appreciate 
all of you who've taken time out just to connect tonight on the call. And hopefully through now until we talk again or until I see you at the workshops or just anywhere that we are together, just remember what you focus on expands and that you make a difference. And until then, we'll talk again. Let's everybody say goodbye. Thank you, birds. Goodbye. You're welcome. Birds, bye. Love you, birds. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. Good night. Good night.